Hey everyone, and welcome to the Small Business Made Simple podcast, where we help you market and grow your business so simply that it makes your competitors say, why didn't we think of that? I'm your host, Sam Moss, and I can't wait to see you be the leader of your industry. Hey friends, and welcome back to Small Business Made Simple. It's good to have you here on the 4th of July week. I hope you are going to be spending time with family and friends and watching lots of fireworks and eating tons of food because I know that I'm going to be. I live right down the road from, uh, it's called Eldridge Park in Elmira, New York. And someone told me, I'm really glad they did. We don't actually have... uh, like a driveway at my house. We have an alley in the back that we can park on, but we don't actually park back there. It's just a lot easier to park on the street. And apparently everyone in Elmira goes to this Eldridge Park for the 4th of July. I've never lived here for 4th of July yet. So this is something new to me. And like I said, it's maybe a quarter mile from my house. And there's really not a lot of parking at the park. But when 4th of July happens, obviously everyone wants to go see the fireworks. So they park everywhere in the city that's close to this park. And my house is one of those areas. And a friend of ours said, make sure you park either in the parking lot across the street or uh, in front of your house, because if you don't, then you're going to be blocked out of your own property for a good three hours after fireworks because everyone's trying to get out. So we'd be stuck on the other side of the city, maybe a half a mile from our house, if we didn't end up going to fireworks or something, trying to find a place to park and then having to walk all the way back to our house at about 10 o'clock at night after fireworks. So I'm glad it was actually my friend Greta that told me that. Greta, thank you so much for the warning. And uh, going back to what I was saying before, happy 4th of July, everybody. Hopefully uh, you don't have fireworks within a quarter mile of your house and you'll have some parking. So again, happy 4th of July, and I hope you have a great time with friends and family. Okay, so today we're going to cover uh, what steps you need to take as a small business owner to get started. Now, obviously, you need to go out and get an EIN number and start your business legally that way. But when I what I mean by get started is in marketing. So there are so many ways and routes that you can go. Um, but it's really important to have a strong foundation for your business. So you might be told, you know, you need to get a website. It's the most important thing you can do. Or man, Pinterest, social media, Instagram, and Facebook, all those social media accounts you you need to be on. And that's the first thing you need to do. Or wow, you need to start running TV ads. I mean, that's the first thing you should do before anything else when it comes to marketing. Okay, let's take a deep breath and slow down. Here are... Uh, what I've come up with as the foundational things that you need to do as a small business owner when it comes to marketing your business. Now, you might be thinking, and I've said this before, you know, this doesn't apply to me at all. Uh, We already have a business and we're doing a lot of marketing and, you know, we don't need the where do I start or we don't need a foundation. We already have one. If you already are thinking that, it's really good to look back and just make sure you went through all these steps. You may have missed one, Or you might find a way that can kind of hone in and help you enhance what you already have done. So I wouldn't dismiss this podcast if you are already pretty solidified and established. Hey, you can never hurt. It can never hurt to uh, listen and maybe you'll get some tips for your business. 
The first step I have for you today is make a social media account and claim your directory listings. They kind of correlate. I know that's two different things, but they are really close. And first and foremost, I want you to start with what is free. So let's go ahead and dive into making a social media account. Last week, I had Amy Brennan on the podcast, and the link will be in the show notes for you. And that was a really an incredible interview that I had with her. She's a social media guru. She owns Custom Geekery in Tawanda, Pennsylvania. And we just talked about social media, how it can be used for small businesses, what people are doing right, what they're doing wrong, what you might not know about social media. We recap, we went over a lot of content. So I would encourage you, if you have a social media or if you don't, I would go back and listen to that podcast because it's really important and it sets the foundation with social media. And remember what I said before, a strong foundation for your business is really valuable. So make sure you listen to that podcast. And that was last week's podcast and it's in the show notes for you. The next thing I would say about social media is start with one account. You don't want to get overwhelmed with what you're doing. So if you have 15 social media accounts for your business and you have a goal to post on one a week or one a day or you know a couple times a week, that's going to get really, really overwhelming. Start with something easy. Don't bite off more than you can chew. The next thing is you want to use your social media account as an information hub. Now, this is kind of like a stepping stone to a website. I had someone ask me uh, the other day, hey, what do you think is more valuable, a website or social media? I said, well, it really depends on your needs. And you know, a social media account is kind of like a stepping stone to a website. You can't obviously house all your content on a social media account, but it's a great place, you know, as a hub that can kind of point to a website. So they definitely both have their ups and downs, but you definitely need a social media account. Next thing is uh, claim your directory listing. So this is kind of incorporated into step one there. And you can actually claim a Facebook page if someone has already put one up for you. And claiming your directory listings is free. Now, a, a directory listing, they house your address, your phone number, and other info about your business so that customers can find you online. And if you've ever, you know, read a yellow book, I think it's called, the, or yellow pages, that's what it is, where there's phone numbers galore. I mean, maybe 10 years ago, that's what I always had to look up when I wanted to order pizza or something. In the, in the yellow pages, you would look for a business and basically a directory listing is the same thing just on the internet. They actually have yellow pages online. So that kind of gives you an idea of what a directory listing is. Now, here are seven that I would start with. The first one is Google My Business, which is just Google. That's probably the most important one. And another great one is Yelp for Business, Yahoo Local, Facebook for Business. So that's, you know, creating a Facebook page. That's why this correlates with social media. Online Yellow Pages, Yahoo Local, Bing places for business. So those are my top seven that I would start with. And this goes back to what I was saying before. Don't bite off more than you can chew. Just do one at a time. It's really easy. They'll actually send you a postcard in the mail if you're a physical address. So for example, if I own a bakery on Main Street, then I would type in my address and say, hey, I own this bakery. Here's my address. Here's my phone number. And Google will actually send you a like a postcard in the mail with a code to that address to make sure that you're legit and that you're real. Um, so don't put a fake address, obviously, because that's going to come back to bite you. Um, but those are my top seven, and I will put those in the show notes as well for you. The second step uh, when it comes to having a foundation for your business is you need to build a website. 
Now, again, there's kind of uh, controversy where it comes, well, what's more important, social media or a website, or should I have one or the other, or should I have both? I would say have both. I know that I design websites for a living, um, so you might say, wow, that's kind of biased or what is it, unbiased or biased? I can't remember how, how that goes. Anyway, you need. I would say you need both. And a social media account is a great way to start because it's free, but the website is the next step and it's really professional and it's the main central hub where everything points to. So your first option is you can just go on Wix or Squarespace and design your own website. Now there's a couple pros to this. That's free. Um, free uh, Wix has a free um membership where you can go on and create a website. And I believe Squarespace is the same way. Uh, they'll actually have a little um, bar at the top that says made by Wix and you can't get a certain domain without paying or whatever. But there are free options for websites. So like I said, that's a really free or cheap way to go. Uh, it's also, it can be pretty simple to use. Sometimes Wix or Squarespace can be some a little confusing, but a lot of times if you get in there and watch a couple tutorials, you can do it on your own. Now, the cons to going with Wix or Square, Square Space, I'm talking fast today, I don't know why, um, is you have to do the work yourself. So you have to weigh and say, wow, is this, is this really worth you know, putting my time into it and trying to figure it out? So that's one of the cons of going with a do-it-yourself website uh, software. The next con is you are stuck with the Wix logo. I said this before, um, and a domain that they give you if you don't upgrade. So it's like Wix.com. 9943DFC or something. You know what I mean? So it's something a little odd. Um, and they, they give you that for free. But if you don't upgrade, that's what you're stuck with. Also, it can be a little tricky, like I said, uh, to get the website to work properly if you don't know what you're doing. Um, so those are just simple cons. I'm not trying to slam Wix or Squarespace. They actually are great um, platforms for designing websites. And if you want to bite that off, then by all means, go for it. I just want to take a second and actually tell you if you already have a website for your business. So this is a free resource that One Click Agency is offering to you, small business owners. If you already have a website or if you're listening to this and you're about to design a website on Wix or Squarespace, let's say you decide, wow, okay, that's a great idea. Let's go ahead and design it myself. Before you do that, um, you need to download our free PDF, Five Mistakes You Could Be Making on Your Website. It's totally free and it's packed with great tips. Uh, you'll have no problem implementing as you're designing your website. Uh, these changes are extremely cheap and most of them are actually free to implement. And again, this isn't just for those who are in the middle of designing a website. If you have a website, then these are great tips that you can still implement on your site and they might be mistakes that you're actually making. The PDF takes about 10 minutes to read and it has five really valuable ideas that you can implement on your website in no time at all. They're really simple. You can download this at oneclickagency.com forward slash five website mistakes. And that's all spelled out, no numbers. I'll drop that link in the show notes because it might be a little confusing for you. So you can check it out there as well. Okay, so going back to websites. So our first option was, okay, a do-it-yourself software where you do all the work and you design the website all on your own. The second, the second option is have us design your website. And the pros of this would be it's professionally designed. Uh, the second pro is many websites on the internet only look good and they never get a sale. 
We actually design websites following the story brand formula. If you aren't familiar with that, Donna Miller and his team do an incredible job uh, marketing businesses through storytelling. And we follow their formula to increase your conversion rate so your revenue grows. So we follow that on every single one of our websites. So we don't just make websites that sit on the internet and do nothing. Uh, We want a website to look good and also get you sales when people come to them. So that's one of the pros with going with us. And the last one is you don't have to be a, a designer and worry about hosting. So we take care of all of that as opposed to you going and doing a do-it-yourself website service. Now the cons and the drawbacks would be it's obviously more expensive than designing a Wix or Squarespace site. So you kind of have to weigh, well, do I want to invest in a website and someone can do it for me? Or do I want to kind of figure it out and save the money? So that's your choice. And those are a couple of options when it comes to website design. The third step when it comes to getting started is getting people to join your email list. Now, when you have someone on your email list, you can market to them down the road using promotions, deals, sales, coupons, etc. And we did a podcast about this a while ago. It's episode two, and it's all about building your email list. Another thing that you can do uh, when you have built that email list a little bit is you can send uh, the people on your list helpful tips pertaining to your business each and every week, maybe even every day to remind them that you exist. Um, so not only are you sending deals and promotions, you're sending, you know, things that are valuable to your customers. Another thing you can do is you can promote new product launches and series. If you have a new product that's out or a new series that you're just releasing, send it to your email list. You can use it as a tool uh, to just stay connected with potential and current customers. And one of the most valuable pieces of information you can receive from a customer is their email address. And obviously, the reasons are as I just listed them. In fact, many website visitors actually will leave a website without buying anything. So if you can get a valid contact information from that person that was on your website that may not have bought anything, that's really important. When you collect an email address, uh, you can continue to stay in touch with these new leads until they're in the market to buy. That's why email is so important and so valuable. And a lot of businesses really aren't using it. It's really free (laughs) and it's simple to do. Uh, You just have to put your mind to it and start getting email addresses from people um, that have engaged with your business or maybe haven't quite engaged yet. Here are a few ways that you can actually get people to join your email list. You can design a downloadable PDF Uh, which is a lead generator. And that's actually what I talked about earlier, five website, five mistakes you could be making on your website. That's our lead generator here at OneClick. And just a little uh, tip, when you go there, you're going to have to give me an email address. So that's our lead generator. Now you kind of (laughs) know our trick of the trade there. Um, Next thing is you, you can upload it to your website so people can download it and see it. And then also you can give it away in exchange for an email address, just like we do. And again, I refer to, uh, I'm going to refer you to episode two, where I talk about all the things you can do to build your email list more in depth. And that will be in the show notes for you uh, when this episode comes out. Step four is work on getting great reviews. So we already have social media, we have a website, um, you are starting to grow your email list. The next step is getting great reviews. Online reviews are really important because they give you authority in the marketplace. They they show that you know what you're doing. They prove that you have done this before for other people. 
And the two best ways to get a great customer review um, can come from customer service and building customer experience. Those two things really help you get more online reviews. Now you might say, well, isn't customer service the same thing as a customer experience? We did an episode on this, episode seven, where I teach the difference and other ways you can get a great customer review. So make sure if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to that. It's episode seven, and I'll put that one in the show notes as well for you. Okay, so let's recap. We have social media and uh, claim your directory listings. That's your first step, and that's totally free. So Like I've said in past podcasts, if you aren't using what's free, then you have no business paying for something uh, that is obviously not free. So go ahead and do that. Next thing is design a website, whether free or professionally. And professionally, if you want a website done, um, be sure to let me know and we can definitely point you in the right direction when it comes to that. Step three is start getting people to join your email list. And step four is work on getting great online reviews. I'm going to make a list of these in the show notes. So if you have kind of missed a part there, then you can definitely go back, copy those and put them in your notes. So you have some goals in place that you can go for. I mean, let's say you already have social media and you've claimed all your directory listings. Then the next step is get a website, whether it's free or done professionally. If you've already done those two things, then let's start getting some people on your email list or getting some great online reviews. Put some goals in place and let's go for it. This is going to help you grow your business. And if you already uh, have done some of these things, then go ahead and do what you haven't done. And if you haven't done any of them, it's okay. That's why it's called where do I start? And hopefully this episode really helps you take a breath because a lot of people are telling you what to do and what's the best. Let's go ahead and just take a couple steps and follow um, some marketing advice and really solidify what you're going to be doing and how you're going to be marketing as a small business owner. Now, if you're thinking to yourself, I'd really love to learn about dot, 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 Uh, shoot me a message and I'll see if I can do a podcast on that topic. Last week, uh, we talked about social media. And the reason we did that is because I had someone message me on LinkedIn and say, hey, I love your podcast. Can we hear something about social media? I have a lot of questions about it. It's really confusing to me. I would love it if you did a podcast. So I said, absolutely. And I had my friend Amy Brennan on. So if you uh, have a topic that you would love to learn about, let me know and we'll do it. Um, I love to answer any questions and uh, help you guys grow your businesses. And if I can't answer the questions and do a a podcast on it, then I'm going to get someone a lot smarter than me that has a lot more knowledge than me on the podcast. And I actually love interviewing people. So I think that's the route we're going to be going a little bit here in the future so you don't have to listen to just me. So again, if you have a topic topic that you would love to hear, then let me know. You can shoot me a message on LinkedIn. You can find me uh, there. Just type in Sam Moss Elmira, New York, and I should pop up. And my Instagram handle is Sam Moss 5. So you can either DM me there or message me on uh, LinkedIn. All those links will be in the show notes for you. So you can just click on them there and connect with me in that way. If you haven't subscribed or reviewed the podcast yet, uh, make sure to do so. It really helps get the word out about the podcast. Next week, we're going to talk about what words you should be putting on your website. It's really important when it comes to your website, what words you're putting on there because you don't want to scare off customers and you don't want to bore them. That's huge because they're going to leave. So make sure you're listening to next week's episode. Next Monday, it comes out. 
Thanks as always for listening to the Small Business Made Simple podcast. Remember, we want your competitors to look at the way you run your business and say, wow, why didn't we think of that?